So find your lazy yeah. guy. It happens mm-hmm. to be Darren for us. Yeah. And which is helpful. Did you did you just agree with that? Welcome to Cue the Mic, episode seven. Episode seven of Cue the Mic. Wow, Emma, I'm proud. Proud you made it without laughing through the intro. Well, my eyes were down and closed, and I was thinking about anything else. (laughs) I really really struggle at this part. She struggles with, uh, when you do this podcast stuff, it... It it counts down the count five four and Emma's always wondering how Darren is gonna say welcome to cue the mic. It's not even necessarily that. Like literally before I hit record, he was doing the YMCA dance, but changed yeah. it to yo play, and I yeah, was yo play the yogurt yo play. Yeah. It's a yogurt it's... I love, and then yo play. You got to be careful that song. Why? I don't know. That song might be a what's the word? Oh, don't Trademarked. even don't. Hey, oh, our videos can get taken off of YouTube. They can. I'm just telling you. Let them take them down. Well, so if you don't hear this on YouTube, find on us on YouTube. Spotify or Apple Music or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or on Apple Podcasts. Because some dumbasses out there think that we're <laughs> trying to steal their song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of rules nowadays. What what a screwed up world. Screwed up. It is actually. I can't even defend us. So what's going on? What's going on? Not much with me. Not Not much. much with you? Yeah, just getting ready for the Pork Expo a little bit, because that's next week, and all the episodes we have to record. Emma, we were talking before the show, she started Farrell's Extreme body shaping yes i did i did uh, do that so i'm on a pretty like, strict it's diet like intense. and i'm up at the crack of dawn yeah 4 15 emma gets up now when i get up yeah it's actually day. really nice i kind of enjoy it i understand yeah yeah now. go to bed at eight o'clock get up at 4 15 yep. exactly well i get yeah. up at 3 15 i gotta be there at four but yeah oh, i just get to punch a, a bag so you have you have to get pretty to go to the Gym? No, but I gotta. I there's a lot of stuff I gotta do. I got a dog. I gotta get ready. I gotta leave. Oh, okay. Well, I just gotta get the cherry out the door, and she's usually out the door a lot earlier than me. So that's, that's okay. good. I forgot to ask her if she wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Biggest biggest request I think so far is want Sherry on the podcast and. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be a good point of view. Maybe you guys should do a podcast, you and Sherry, mm-hmm. while that I'm gone fishing. While I'm gone fishing in Canada, live from bike night. <laughs> How about that? She hates I, bike night. Yeah. Well. So you haven't been cooking. You've been eating. Well, I've been ch- cooking. I've been cooking every meal, but it's lame but it, stuff. It's boring. I've been probably yeah. boring, boring too. You know, just trying to recover mm-hmm. you know from this whole hernia thing and now this morning yeah. i learned i had a 
injured MCL, so I got a little shot in the knee. So, and then I got a nice gash on my head this morning trying to fix some plumbing under the three compartment sink and. It's just like I just I'm falling apart. You know, a guy gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I said I was never old enough. And now, guess what? I feel yeah, like I'm old. I feel like I'm old enough. I mean, it's just just aches and pains and ice packs and shots, and it's like holy shit. What the? I mean, this is crazy. That's how it goes. I think the funniest thing was after your shot today, you came and did the um, OC. And you're like, this Band-Aid they put on my hairy kneecap is going to be more painful than what I just went through. It is. I didn't even see her put it on. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what What did you just do? And she's like, I just put a Band-Aid on it. I'm like, you know, that's going to hurt more taking it off than this entire yeah. shot in the knee. And she yeah. got a kick out of that. She laughed. Yeah. That's after a painful morning of tearing glue off my off my off my scar had all this glue that they had glued this hernia wound together and I'm I'm trying to tear it off and of course the hair on my belly's growing into it and it's like this is it sucked. Too much information, huh? Yeah. But I got it all off. I'm I'm good to go now. It's not rubbing on my shirt all day long. So sorry to our listeners. (laughs) It's okay. You're going to get a little bit of everything. Hey, speaking of listeners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Schilling. Yes. Up in Wisconsin. Here's my formal apology for not mentioning you in the fabulous pork stromi. M- Mike was the first guy. He had called me up wanting a pastrami recipe. And I'm like, hey, just go out to Malcolm Reed's. It's the best one I've found. And then he made pork stromi at a barbecue contest. This has been three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like the best sandwich I'd ever had in my life. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just I mean, amazing top right. five. And I've eaten a lot yeah. of sandwiches. And yeah. so Mike Schilling brought that sandwich. And so when I did the pork stromi last week, you know, I, I kind of forgot to mention him. And Mike sent me a message. And he goes, yeah, I'm kind of giving you a, a one star for not calling me out on Yelp. So. I expect you to go delete your one star, buddy, and I expect a five star this week. <laughs> yeah, we meant he meant to last week. He hit all the intentions, but I did. Just, I just don't. I just don't pay attention. I don't. I've really had it in any, my notes. I don't write anything down, and I just yeah. I don't know. And he doesn't read the outlines. No, I don't read the so. outlines. But t- but today, I made yes. the outline. Yes, he did. He did. I Darren made, came up with this outline. week's episode. I was which sitting is nice. sulking. I was sitting last night sulking in pain. Anybody feel sorry for me? No. And and I started to think about the the restaurant business. I'm not sure why. I just started thinking about day to day management and you know what was happening. I just started writing down kind of things I find myself repeating every day or trying to teach employees or managers or whatever. And and by the time I was done, I had 15 of them, and I could have kept going, probably 30 out there. And I thought, you know, that'd be a nice learning podcast, you know, something that we can really, you know, share with others, and may, somebody can maybe other pick up a tip, tip or trick in their own restaurant, in their own business, because they're really yeah. not all restaurant related. No, they aren't. Um, but they're good. I, I, I thought it would be good to kind of go through because there's kind of stories behind everyone. And so, you know, 
stay tuned. Here we go. Emma's going to spoon feed them to me because I never write anything down. I typed yep. it and sent it to her, and then I didn't bring her copies. So mm-hmm. she's going to kind of spoon feed them off to me, and and then we'll just talk about them, come through, and see where this goes. Yeah. I like it. Okay, so the first one you had written down was um, sales takes care of a lot of problems. Got high food Sale. cost, high labor cost, just in case sales and those problems go away. Yeah, oh, just so increase, not in case. Just increase. Help if I could Sorry. read. Probably should have sent you the right outline because some of those are my notes, not the code to oh, – just kidding. Um, but no, that that's truly over the years we've experienced, you know, phenomenal sales and mm-hmm. sales. When you look at something and some expense is too high or sales are too high, instead of looking at cutting costs, because you're never going to, I learned that in corporate America, you're never going to cut your way out of a problem. You're never going to cut expenses into profit. Right. But if you increase your sales and you focus on bringing more business through the door, and try and do it with the mm-hmm. same amount of people with the same amount of rent. It just all your problems go away. So I'm a I'm a top line guy. I don't measure a lot of profitability in the restaurant. Uh, we're we're very profitable. We're lucky for that. I, I look at yeah. it maybe three times a year, and I, I really look at it at the end of the year when the tax guy comes. <laughs> that's that's horrible. But but anyway, right. um. But it comes down to sales. Increase your sales will hide a lot of your problems. Yeah. Figure out a way figure out a way to do it. Yeah. This one you said a couple of times on the podcast, but I think it doesn't hurt to say it again. Uh walk in the back door every morning expecting three things to be wrong or broke. Yep. Right. So so and and that's my expectation and I try and teach my managers that too. So every morning, just get it physically, mentally in your head, whether you're coming into your job, your restaurant, your catering business, no matter what. Expect three things are going to be screwed up. And if you do, and you walk in there and three things are screwed up, hey, what up? And you can change that number. It can be two. It can Mm -hmm. be four. Don't set it too low. But walk in and expect three things are going to be screwed up. And if only two are screwed up, it's going to be a great day, right? So, you know, just... It's all mindset. It's all mindset. And if people just expect that, hey, things are going to go wrong, right. then, you know, it's okay for things to go wrong. It's part of business. Don't let it ruin your day. They're yeah. not going to, I always say to employees and friends, hey, you know, when something drastic happens, are they going to take away my birthday? No, <laughs> not going to take away my birthday. Okay, then carry on. We're good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay, three on here is don't sweat the small stuff. Ask yourself if something is really worth getting upset over. Now, that's a rule of life. That's that's a rule of life. And, and these aren't necessarily ours. I mean, there's a whole yeah. bit of a book yeah. somebody wrote. We could Google it right. up. Don't sweat the small stuff. Good book. A little small read um, stuff. People get so tied up in so little things. And then you got to look big picture and say, does that really matter? Because yeah. the, the little details, I, it, I, I find it with, uh, God love her, Brenna, my sister-in-law who does our accounting, right? I'll pick mm-hmm. on her. Um, Brenna's the kind that she will spend an hour trying to balance 25 cents. Right. And I'm like, do you know what I just paid you in an hour 
to find 25 cents, it was a lot more. So just write it off and round it off and whatever. Now, of course, she can't do that because she's a very exact, and I love her for that. Um, yeah. she's, she's, everything's an exact science to her when it comes to accounting and everything needs to balance to the T, but it doesn't always do that way when you deal with, you know, door dashes and, and all those companies, they're always trying yeah. to deduct fees and do different BS. And so it's right. a hard job, but you know, don't sweat the small stuff. It's just, if little things bug you, figure out a way for them not to bug you. Cause you're going to get all worked up and spend a lot of worthless time working on small stuff and you don't need to work on the boss small stuff. You need to work on the big picture. Right. Heard. Um, all right. Number four on here is, uh, always have a backup plan for anything that you do. Always have a backup plan. I've had this yeah. for, for years, years. Mm -hmm. and, and I think this came out of my experience in the transportation logistics world. And so that was a very highly stressful time in my life that, you know, we were managing just-in-time inventory for Polaris, for snowmobiles, for rangers, just-in-time inventory for birds and bird's eye foods and whatever. Right. And if you shut down a production line, back then it was 60000 bucks an hour. So if, you were so if you were responsible for shutting down a production line at Polaris – the penalty was 60,000 bucks an hour because that's what it cost them to have that plant sitting idle. So you went to great lengths to have a backup plan. So I, I would, I would, you know, you'd be moving a shipment of, of bolts coming out of Chicago, coming to Northern mm -hmm. Minnesota. But I also mm -hmm. knew every air charter along the way. So great. that if I got to call it, two o'clock in the morning saying, Hey, my truck's broke down in Madison, Wisconsin. I had a backup plan. I knew how it was going to get that to Minnesota in time to shut down the line. Probably the most money saving I ever did. The best idea I ever had was when I worked in logistics, uh, for Fruhoff corporation or they were a customer mm -hmm. of mine and they were going to shut down the production line because they didn't have, they, they produce semi-trailers. And right. they were going to shut down the production line because all their trailer tires, the load they needed to complete this production, was sitting in Virginia. And mm -hmm. so they spent half the day trying to mm -hmm. figure out how they were going to air freight in a 747 full of tires. And I'm like, wait a second. Let's think about this. We have tires, just not the right ones. Right. So before we go and spend 60, 70, 80, I don't know, 100,000, it was a lot of money to, to get this in, to keep this production going. Mm -hmm. I said, we only need two tires on a semi-trailer to get it down the line. So we threw on some just regular semi-tires, two of them on each trailer. And we ran them out in the yard. And then we hired, and then when they shipped in the regular tires, they sat there for a few days, and we hired a company locally to come in and put the right semi-tires on. But by only putting two tires on that semi-trailer, they only had to take two tires off. So they didn't have to take all the tires off and replace them. All they had to do was take two tires off and put all the other ones on. And it was just a huge – I probably got a promotion because of that. It was just having a backup plan, you know. So like yeah. uh, in the restaurant business this weekend, we're catering yeah. for Iowa State football. And 
we're using this on Memorial Day, and we don't oh. normally work on Memorial Day, but the employees said, hey, we'll, we'll do it. And I'm like, okay, fine, do it. I, I couldn't lift anything, so I really couldn't help. But uh, I was the master coordinator. And so mm-hmm. I have this old grill, this six-foot Holstein grill, and it's it, it's just mm-hmm. like on its last leg. It's rusted. It's just it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And you'd like to buy a new grill, but then again, we only grill out for customers once or twice a year. So why do you want to invest 10000 bucks in a grill when mm-hmm. you only grill out twice a year? And it's not really something that's part of our forte, you know, right. because most employees don't know how to drive a trailer, and you don't want them driving a trailer, um, that's fair. That's so. So anyway, so we're loading up. I'm getting this grill ready, and I'm having people help me load gas tanks on it and whatever. And I said, "Hey, let's grab this other grill over here." Well, what are we doing that? We got this one for. And I said, "We got a backup plan." I said, "I know if you have a problem on the interstate, yeah, with this grill, do you have the key to the trailer? You can unhook it. Yep, unhook the trailer from the grill." And then continue on because now you have another grill in the back of the van that will work. So now you yep. got two options. So you've gave yourself a backup plan. Now, everything went fine. The grill worked fine mm-hmm. and everything, which was fine. But in all aspects of your business, especially in the catering business, you got to have a backup plan. You always got to be thinking in your mind, if this plan goes to hell, what's my backup plan? Don't try and yep. think of that backup plan when, sh- when shit goes bad. Right. Have that have that plan in action. Yeah. Before, you know, just think think through it. Doesn't doesn't take a lot of effort, but just think about a backup plan. And I've always kind of been that way. And that was kind of my transition that made it easy over from corporate logistics into the restaurant business. Is just have a backup plan. That's why I just don't have one smoker. That's Mm -hmm. why all my smokers are the same model. Because if I've got one full of pork butts and a rotisserie motor or something goes bad, that's okay. All mm-hmm. I got to do is stop it, go outside, steal a rotisserie motor off another one, put it back on, and I'm back in operation in 10 or 15 minutes. Versus unloading it going, oh, now what do I do? Oh, shit. Right. So I probably have an excess of smokers that I really need, but right. they're there for backup plans. And so we never have a problem. We never, yeah. we, we just never have a problem. We're able to always finish like we need to. Knock on wood. I don't want to jinx it or anything now. Uh, okay, number five is consistency is the key. Consistency is the key. I've heard that one a lot. Yeah, that, that's big. That's big in our business because you know when yeah. we're, you know we're we're kind of the above average barbecue of the world, right? Not mm-hmm. we've said that before, not here to be yeah. the world's best barbecue even though I can cook it for you. I'm here to be consistent every time. Right. You know, and so reminds me if anybody's ever watched the movie or not watched the movie Founder, The Founder. Um it has to do with McDonald's and Ray Kroc and and that whole yes. story and mm-hmm. it's just it's my favorite motivational movie now. I love to watch it. I just love to watch it because it's about consistency. And when they when McDonald's first started, two brothers, they invented the speedy system. And the speedy mm-hmm. system was how a burger got fried, how a shake got made, how fries got fried, and how everything worked in unison. Right. In in the system. And so um the founder is is that, but it, it, 
consistency is key. So when you look at that's why that's why restaurants have been around a long, long time. It's right. not that they have the best food in the world. Look at the ones that have been around for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Yeah. It's not because they have the best food. It's when I go to that restaurant, I get the same exact thing every time. Right. Yeah, I agree. Super, super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then six is think of your customers and employees when making decisions, not your pocketbook. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty big at that. But I see a lot of people that don't do this. Right. They'll, they'll do something to change a process or change a mm-hmm. product or something like that um, yeah. that, you know, affects the customer. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of, like, for instance, last week, we, we, we've served salads ever since kind of COVID. Even we, we, salads, we were pre-portioning a certain amount of lettuce. Mm-hmm. In right. the walk-in cooler in these to-go containers. And then when we got a salad order, um, we would take the order and we'd put the fresh radishes and da-da-da-da, all the stuff that was prepped up, and we would build that salad. But we just yeah. left it in that container. Well, here I'm coming to eat at a restaurant. I'm eating with everybody that's eating off a plate or a basket, and here I am with this 9 by 9 to-go container with a lid. Right. You know, and I'm like, this isn't really that great for the customer. We need to, you know, we need to build the salad on a plate. So very simple. Now you got a tub of lettuce that you've cut up and washed and stuff in the morning. And yeah. then, you know, when you got a salad, you grab a plate that is the right size and you put all the ingredients on. And now all of a sudden, it, or you can grab a to-go container for a to-go order. Um, that, but just think of the customer when you walk in. Think of the, mm-hmm. you know, that's why everybody say clean bathrooms, right? Think of the customer. Mm-hmm. Customer doesn't want to walk into a restaurant no. that smells good and then go into a restroom that okay. is, bleh, you know, yeah. it needs to smell good. It needs to be clean. It needs to be picked up, yeah. things like that. But think of the customer. Don't make decisions just based upon you. Make decisions based upon your customers. Make decisions based upon your employees. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I like this one. Uh, let the lazy guy design the process and workflow. It'll be the most efficient you can be. <laughs> yeah, this is this this is definitely Darren. Yeah, I've I've said this for years. Nothing drives me crazy than people running back and forth on a line behind each other. Yeah, and I'm like, just get everybody their station and stay in their station. The ultimate right. workforce is nobody takes more than three or four steps, right? Especially yeah. when working on a tight line. You know, so it's just, and I'm the lazy guy. I'm the guy we're referring to because I can find the easiest, I can design a process with the least amount of steps, just super easy. So find your lazy guy. It happens Mm -hmm. to be Darren for us. Yeah. And. Which is helpful. Did you, did you agree with that? No. Did you just call me lazy? No. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe you just agreed with that, but. (laughs) <laughs> the listeners will be the only ones that know that. And Darren doesn't really listen after we record, so no, that secret no, will no. stay with Darren, us. D- D- Darren's trying to figure out what to talk about next. <laughs> Fair enough. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm really liking this idea of a Sherry podcast while Darren's in Canada. I'll talk to her. Well, I you should I'll, talk to her. I think, maybe, I think we'd probably have more luck 
with you talking to Griffin. That would be. That was kind of well, going to be a fun podcast. I, I had to come over to the corporate office to record this today because mm-hmm. Griffin's at our house, and I'm like, there's just no way. Even though it would have been fun. Yeah, it would have been loud. It would have been loud. So right. here I am in the boring, plain black walls. That wall is white. <laughs> yep, and it's dark, and the lighting stinks, and we're sorry. But someday we'll have a studio, maybe, probably not. Well, maybe. Maybe. Okay, so back to your tips. Uh, number eight here, you have don't let a cancerous employee ruin your staff. A yeah. drama reproduces fast in a restaurant. Nip it in the bud. Right. Just nip it in the bud. I mean, it, we, we've seen that over the years that you get an employee in there or a manager or something that's just cancerous. They just cause... If I walk into my restaurant every day for a week and I hear your name yeah. from somebody, chances are you're a problem, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things that – and we used to put up with it a lot, but now we don't put up yeah. with it too much anymore. That If I'm hearing your name constantly because, oh, so-and-so caused this or so-and-so said this or so-and-so whatever – you just got to nip at the butt because I'm telling you a drama free work environment. And I know that's easier said than done for a lot of restaurateurs. You get a lot of, I think a lot of places it just works in general, but it it is, it's just, well, there's places to congregate and there's places to, you know, just chit chat and whatever. And I just, I can't stand it, you know? So, you know, don't let the cancer, don't be scared to cut the cancer. Every time we do that, Mm-hmm. Every time we cut the cancer out, we just take a sigh of relief and go, why didn't I do that 10 years ago? Why didn't right. I do that two weeks ago? Whatever. It's just, it's one of those things that just hurts a business long run. And it's just so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Number nine, you have, uh, you must make time to work on the system and not in the system. Yeah, so always work work, work on the system. Yeah. This is my this is my quality management training, you know, mm-hmm. Edward Deming training coming out. You know, uh, a lot of people, you know, if you're a manager and I see you working on the line every single day, you're not managing mm-hmm. crap, right? Now it's okay for a manager to be on the line to right give give an employee a break or you know just hey we're behind we're swamped we're in the weeds we would call it yeah. It's it's okay to jump in and jump out, but if I if I come in, we have we have managers working on the line. How are they supposed to know what ticket times are on the carryout line if they're yeah. building on the front line? Right, right. It, it just can't happen. So it's one of those things of looking big picture. You got to be able to step back. I don't care if you're a two person operation. You still have to be able to step back and take a look and say, how is this system performing? Yeah. Um, okay, this one is equipment won't last forever. New equipment has a shelf life of three to four years. Um, expect it and budget that way. Yeah, this one makes me this one makes me furious. It's a um, good rule of life as well. You, you know, lately. you know when we when we first started the restaurant business, we bought used equipment for years. Mm-hmm. For years, and we run it a year or two till it died, and then we buy some more stuff and run it a year or two, and then all of a sudden you make enough money going, hey, let's 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 buy a a, a nicer piece of equipment, right? 
and and buy it and you know let it last and you know in the beginning that stuff would last five six seven years yeah and now i mean i've got rooftop units on that are needing seven eight thousand dollars worth of repairs that are four years old now of course they only warranty Mm -hmm. you know for a year yeah but it's never the compressor that's the only thing they warranty it's never the compressor but the copper in everything the copper right. in everything is horrendous i mean i might as well have the csi our repair company i've offered mm-hmm. them an office to avoid trip charges just because you- it is it, everything blows out on this copper i mean i've had stuff that was three months old yeah just go bad see. now of course that was under warranty but yeah. everything is crap everything is built crap today you know, yes. so now everything I buy, it, you know, let's say I buy a refrigerated prep table. Mm-hmm. It's three to four years, right? That's all right. you're going to get. And once they're, if I get three years out of it and I've got to do two service calls, I'm not even doing the second one. I'm throwing out and going to buy something new. I mean, it's just, it's not worth your time because the service calls, right. every single one of them, five, six, seven hundred bucks That's... to do a service call on this stuff. And if you do that two or three times and for, you know, a couple thousand bucks, you could have had a new piece or 2,500 bucks for a prep table. And maybe that's on the cheap side, but still it's just crazy. The state of equipment is just dog shit. And it just makes me so mad. I'm starting to realize that that's, yeah, that works outside of the restaurant as well. It but, it does. It it almost, yeah. it, but, but then we have equipment that's 25 years old that's still running, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, maybe if you can find some really old stuff and it's still running. I mean, yeah. think about all the grandma and grandpas and the guys that have their beer fridge and it's this 1959 yeah. Kelvinator that's been never missed a, because there's none of this electronic bullshit. And that's back when copper yeah. was made in the USA. And it's just, it's just horrible. Yeah. I actually think my grandma might have her original fridge. Right. Now that I, yeah. That's crazy. But true. Because, again, I bought a house two years ago, and I got stuff breaking all the time. Oh, yeah. And it, it was never supposed stops. to all be I new. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Ours, ours yeah. is four years old, and we're in the phase right now of just replacing mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. Yep. Felt. And it's expensive. Um, okay, so next on your list ooh, is teach your employees and managers to see the operation through the owner's eyes. Teach them to see the cost of every little piece of paper and how it affects the bottom line. Yeah, owner's eyes. I, 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 owner's I constantly eyes. I'm walking in Darren's eyes, Darren's eyes. What would Darren see? You know, when he walks in the back door every morning, what's he see? Does you know what what's he does he what what's happening where if he sees portion cups laying on the floor he looks and those are 10 cents a piece or lids that we will bumble and we'll drop a whole sleeve of lids and pick it up and throw it in the trash you know and and you know those are seven cents a piece and people don't people don't see that but if they start to look at it with owner's eyes then they start to appreciate the cost associated with running a business you know and so that's yeah Go ahead. I was going to say, you know who you did a really good job of training that in was my mom. Because it carried. We haven't mentioned her in a couple episodes. Yeah. But no, that carried into like our home life. 
And yeah. just when we were in public, she would say stuff like that. And I'm like, how do you know that, you weirdo? But now <laughs> I've started to notice it myself. Well, it's so. like it's like customers come yeah. up and we used to have nine by nine containers and styrofoam right. all over that restaurant, right? Right. And just self-service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we took that all away, and we kind of put it behind the counters. So now if you want something, hey, just ask. We'd be glad to give you one. But what we found right. is we're using half the amount of carryout containers because yeah. if we just put them out, you'd instantly go grab two or three of them. Yeah. And not even one use – and maybe use one. Well, once you've taken it to your table, I'm not going to take it back. I mean, it's been to your yeah. table, right? Yeah, so I it's going in the trash. So we're th we're throwing away all this stuff. And so once you explain that to customers, they understand. Yeah. Hey, just just raise your, raise your hand, or when somebody's checking on you, just say, "Hey," yeah. or walk by when when they deliver your food. If you know you're going to take half of it home, hey, sometime can I right. get it to go container? Because those things are expensive. You know, that's twelve fifteen yeah. cents a piece. You know, by the time you and side lids and whatever, you got another quarter, and you don't think a quarter, but a quarter is a lot yeah. when it adds. It up. adds up. With amount of people so yeah, yeah just owner's eyes cost through owner's eyes when you see stuff never walk past a, a walk-in cooler without knowing the temperature never walk past a smoker or an oven without knowing what temperature it's set at because right. if something's wrong catch it now right yeah you know i was i was going we have a big refrigerated walk-in tray or a walk-in storage container outside and it's got a little smiley face when everything's running fine and twice in the past two days, Darren got the sad face. Ooh, that's not good. By. Of course, not in the manager log. Nobody said a word. That's so not good I either. Go, I go clear the message. I'm going, okay, how many days are we going to go by until somebody says, hey, we got a sad face? So that I can tell them how to clear the sad face because it's some little voltage problem that we're having an issue with. But still cooling, but... You know, just, just one of those things that, yeah. but see it through, see it through owner's eyes. Has anybody said anything to you since you decided to do this? Uh, no. Okay. Mm well, hopefully we find out soon. Um, okay. Next is communication is the key. It's harder as you get bigger, but well-informed staff is a productive staff. Yeah. I, I always say the good old days when we had our original thing, we had like, five employees total, mm -hmm. you know, so there'd be a couple of us and three employees or four employees. And yeah. that was the, that was the best because everybody knew every conversation about everything. You, they, they didn't even yeah. have to be part of it. They just heard it because everything was within yeah. an earshot. And yeah. so now, you know, communication, just letting, Oh, I didn't know that. It, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it's well, definitely hard, but. It's hard. It is important. It's hard. It is important. I try and, and teeth that. We have manager logs. We use seven mm -hmm. shifts as a scheduling software, um, and it has manager notes in there. And I'm like, I've got some managers are really, really good. I'm like, hey, overload it. Overload it. You know, people are going to say, why are you typing in all these notes? Overload it because I read yeah. every one of those notes every morning, and I have a good pulse for what's going on mm -hmm. in the night. Because normally at the restaurant, I'm not there at night, you know. I mean, right. I'm. I'm there early in the morning, and I try and get out of there lunch afterwards, and then I'm off to somewhere else, other restaurant, corporate management, whatever, somewhere. Mm -hmm. Always right. doing something, fixing something. You know, so I like to know what's going on, and that's a way of me early in the morning to be able to walk in. If something's broke, there's a chance I can get it fixed before anybody gets there and 
and knows yeah. it was broke. Yeah. Um, okay, this one is never raise your voice or scream. Not going to fix anything by screaming. Yeah, lot, lots of lots lots of chefs. You see a lot of chef shows screaming. You mean Gordon Ramsay. You know Gordon you Ramsay and whatever. It just it it's just it drives me crazy. And, and I have a lot of friends that I'm I'm teaching them to be calm. You are and, a pretty calm boss. And so I try and be calm because you know what? You can scream all you want. I mean, I've had people screw up 2,500 pounds of meat in a smoker overnight. I can scream at them till they're blue in the face. I'm blue in the face. But you know what? Is it going to change anything? No. It's it's not going to change a thing. So when somebody screws up something in a major way, mm-hmm. right, yeah. what do you do? You, you, you try and figure out, okay, how could we have prevented this? And yeah. what measures do we put in place so right. that it doesn't happen again? And if it continues to happen and continues to happen, then right. then we got a problem. But I, I think only once that I've once that I can ever remember in the restaurant business did I lose my cool, and it was actually it was funny because I was giving an example, I was pretending to yeah. be like an employee, but it kind of went next level and everybody kind of became scared. They're like, uh, yeah. holy shit, we've never I seen think, Aaron like yeah, this. I think I would get scared. You know, I actually, but, no, I don't think. Sometimes when you're too quiet, I get scared. So I would be terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. Yeah, people but, are like, ooh, what was that? But you really don't accomplish anything. I think that's yeah. one in all my restaurant years experience. I mean, there's just, you're not going to, you're not going to gain anything. Plus, I think a lot of, a lot of now the workforce doesn't, you know, they, they don't want to hear that. They're just going to say, oh, screw you. I'm out of here. Yeah. Right? And yeah, now I've got another up. problem in we addition to the problem I it. just had. So chances are if you screw up big time, you're not getting fired, you know. But if you keep screwing up, then we're going to have a talk, right? But for Good the most part, know. I'm going to just coach you through going, hey, how could we have done this different, whatever. And I think people are amazed because – Nobody wants to be the person that stands up and say, hey, I screwed up. I love when people do that. I have a lot of respect for if somebody says, hey, I screwed up, but I fixed it, and here's what I'm going to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like today, it's like today. I'm walking around the restaurant at noon, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to a customer, a longtime customer of ours, and he goes, hey, who got pulled over? And I said, what are you talking about? And he says, yeah, yeah, company van. Company van pulled over by the state trooper in your parking lot. Oh, Yikes. <laughs> Really? I said, that's interesting. So I'm kind of walking through the kitchen thinking nobody said a word. Yeah. Nobody said a word. So, of course, you know, I'll just kind of let it go tomorrow. I'll go. I have a security camera right on it, so I'll be able to tell who it was. And then I'll kind of give them the old, huh, hey, my buddy who runs the state patrol said we got pulled over. Anybody know anything about that? Just we'll have them fess up. See, if I were to get pulled over, it'd be obvious it was me because I'm the only one that drives a different van. And I feel like that puts a target on my back and I can't get away with it as easy. Well, not that they'll get away with it, but I wouldn't make, I also wouldn't make it a day. You would have to, if you just like looked at me, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to. Emma is kind of a wimp when it comes to that stuff. Whoa. Wimp. But she's becoming stronger through the feral's body shaping. Physically. I don't know if mentally. 
Yeah, I'm trying to make well, her mentally tough. That's not true. But, yeah. Um, Jeez. Could you imagine if I got pulled over? I would call you crying. Just like I used to call my parents crying. And I'm like, did they take away your birthday, Emma? Get back delivering. No. But it'd be scary. I was I was just, the only thing I told the customer is, well, they got pulled over out here, pulling back in. Yeah, I said, oh, great. At least they got their delivery made. Yeah. And we weren't yeah. late to the delivery because that's really all I was worried oh my about. God. Was the, I was worried about the customer. That would be way more embarrassing. Like you have to call a customer. Yeah. Hey, sorry, I'm going to be late. I got pulled over. Yeah. You don't tell customers that. Well, what would you say? That's, that's I'm the just going to be late? Well, you don't tell the customer the truth. Oh. Do things that make it easy for your customer. Oh, it is pretty much the next one. It is. Do things that make it easy for your customer. Go not that extra mile. For you. Not easy for you or not your Not easy for you. I see that a lot that, uh, we can just get by with this. No. Yeah. No, we can't get by with that. You know, do things that are easy for the customer. Make it easy. Be easy to do business with. And we have we have segments of our business that I don't think it's super easy to do business with. Mm-hmm. And, and we got to figure out a way to make it easier. You know, whether yeah. that's online ordering or whether it's, you know, uh, uh, operators yeah. or whatever. We just got to figure out a way because if I'm a secretary and I want to call up and order a catering, mm-hmm. I just want to get it off my plate. Right. right. All I want to do is I want to make the, I don't care what the price is. I don't care anything. All I care is the boss told me to order catering for 25 people. And I yeah. want to be able to make one phone call and say, no problem. We got you. What you want done. Right. right? They don't want to play phone tag all afternoon. They yeah, don't want to, true. you know, have mistakes on invoice. No, just get them the correct information. Get it done. Get it to yeah. be easy to do business with. I think if you can do that, then you're going to grow your business. Yeah. That's probably why I order most of my stuff online, because the only person at fault is myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm in not the middle that most, of a, not that most people think that way, which people should I'm, learn. I'm, I'm on the but. third day of trying to order some stuff online that it's screwing with my credit card, and I'm going back and forth with the company. I'm just like, okay, fine, I'm just going to order somewhere else. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that is a little difficult. I mean, we had a DM last week for the Honor Chicken. The guy's like, your your system's not working. And Alex had just ordered via toast. He's like, our system's working just fine. And he's like, well, I won't take my card. And I was like, I, dude, at this point, I think you're going to have to take some ownership in this situation. Right. right. But, yeah. Okay. And then this is your last one, which I felt like was for Emma. But, uh. Don't let reviews and social media comments get you down. Look at that. Yeah, we talked. We, we talked yeah, a lot about that last time. Is it's just directionally, you know, thinking mm-hmm. if people didn't last look and listen to the reviews, whatever one that was, just yeah. everything's directional. So I, I still get a lot of well-known restaurant operators that call up and just mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my god, this guy gave me a one star." I'm like, "I don't care. Doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, you got 15 other five stars yesterday and you got one one star. Right. Okay. If you mm-hmm. start getting a bunch of one stars or two stars in a row and they're for the same thing, you got a problem. Yeah. But if you don't, then you really don't have a problem. Look at it directionally. Uh, the yeah. best advice I can give any with Facebook, if if your city has any sort of food lovers page or anything, just oh. delete it. Just delete not allowed it. Don't it. even don't don't even pay attention. I you try and keep up with stuff, but 
Um, even, I mean, just the world is full of Karens and keyboard cowboys. Yep. Right? There it is. And I, we it learned it like, like last week on the, I mean, my mm-hmm. wife, she's reading the comments on our, the local TV station talking about yep. our hall of fame yeah. nomination, the hall of fame nomination. And there's people mm-hmm. in there going, yeah, if we just stay in this restaurant, the brisket would be better, da, 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 whatever. And I'm like, really? I mean, so so somebody has an accomplishment, right? It has nothing mm-hmm. really, it has something to do with the restaurant, but it's it's really about yeah. barbecue on a national level. Yeah. And you're trying to cut the guy down. And I'm just yeah. like, why? I mean, to me, that's probably a lot of what's wrong with society because there's no right nobody gut nobody gut checking them right yeah just because you have every, an opinion doesn't mean everybody needs to know it as well yeah, I, that's I think my that's, biggest that's thing that's well is, put my mine yeah. was always opinions are like assholes everybody's got one that's a less pg version that was, sure that was my that was yeah. my grandpa my grandpa ever yeah, from a young kid that makes kid. sense that's when that. he used to, that's when he used to, when the, the daily newspaper would come. I remember I was three years old, four years old. I'd hop up on his lap and we'd read the newspaper together. And I remember yep. him tearing off the back page, the opinion page. And he'd go, yeah, right. opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Right. <laughs> and he just, he wouldn't read it. Smart man. And now, and now the world, we could do a whole episode on that. Probably won't. But the whole, whole episode of the world is we are one big opinion page. Yep. And it just drives me crazy. Yeah. And it's like Yeah. It's it's like Darren and I, for instance, we got a lot of opinions that are very different. It doesn't have to we don't have to tell them to each other. They don't have to affect us. Like it's just one of those right. things of where I don't need to know how you feel about something. You don't need to know how right. I feel about something. Just go about our days. Right. It's not Right. It's not that important. Most people are like they think that they're pretty much solving the problems when they say their opinions. And it's like, you're just making it worse because you're going to start a whole nother fight. Like, cause you're going to have all of these people, especially in comment sections, the ones that are like, this is blah, blah, blah. And it's everybody that agreed with the original post, you know, coming back and attacking them. Like, dude, no, like you're getting yourself into a fight for no reason. Like, and you, well, you would like, never do like... it. Yeah. And, and we'll and we'll venture in we'll venture into the target thing, but we're not going to go into the detail about the target thing. But we'll talk about the target thing. And so the target thing, you know, I mean, the whole transgender and clothing and whatever, da 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 da. Okay, uh. who cares? Okay, right? Everybody's got an opinion, right? But what happened to them was they they responded, so they pissed off half their constituents. So then they responded and did the exact opposite, and then they pissed off the other half, right? So they pissed off yeah. the pe- people that were supporting him. They pissed off whatever. Now everybody's pissed off at him. And, uh, and so yeah, it's like it's... their sales are huge. And I'm like, and that's probably the last comment I'll leave is if you own any, any sort of business, there's no room yeah. for political views. There's no room for no. personal views. There's no room for anything because you know what? I don't care right. what color you are. I don't care who you identify. I don't care. Right. That's you. you As do, you, you shouldn't. I'll do, you do you, I'll do me, right? Ah, there you go. Yes. Yeah, got yes. it. Yeah, sweet. That's exactly but, how it should be. Right, because but. because last week, last week on the same day, okay, yeah. I get a, 
I get, and we don't advertise, right? So I, I get an advertise nope. or I get a request for an advertisement from the local, uh, you know, LBG, whatever well, um, thing, wanting to do their newsletter, right? Yeah. We, yeah. we don't, we don't do but we don't pay for advertising, right? Yeah. So anyway, on the same day, we had a mm-hmm. presidential candidate want to set up a mean to come in and use our restaurant as a platform. No, Jeez. absolutely no. not. And I, I don't even care. I didn't care what party you're in. What, what it, no, no, doesn't because I don't want to be on the national news. I don't want right. somebody spewing because now all of a sudden, now I've alienated half my constituents. Right. right. They always say and I may have strong feelings one way or the other, but when it comes yeah. to business, it doesn't matter. Right. They always say like no business or no. Um, oh, what's the saying? Um, oh shoot, no. Um, you know. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, no publicity is bad publicity. You know? But in instances it, yeah, like but this, if it, it, if, it if is. It, it is it, bad and, when and it comes I, to opinions. And I opinions. agree. When but, people go out to the Karen lovers, of, I mean the food lovers of yeah. Des Moines and post bad <laughs> crap about Smokey D's. Right. Our business does, does pick up. Us. But nobody but, but nobody alienated it's like anybody a really, there. Yeah. Right? It's a really it's fine a line. fine line. A fine, so, fine line. Like Chick-fil-A's yeah, getting backlash should. right now as well. Yeah. It's and, just and I'm, I'm, everybody's like, – you just got two really sensitive sides. And you – yeah, if you and, just don't and, – and, 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 and 90% of the people are in the middle and don't care. Yeah, right. right. So it's, you just have the, 10%. the vocal. Yep. And it's – Right? Yeah, it's tough out there. I, I – yeah. This is an this is an opinion that it, we agree on. It's not it's not tough out there. It's real easy. Yeah. See that television? It is. Shut it off. Shut it off. Right? Yeah. See that YouTube? Skip ad. See that? Like it, it, I yeah. mean, it's just it's go easy. find go find your own news mm-hmm. at, from your own sources. Gut check it, it yourself, and keep your opinion to yourself. Yeah. If it doesn't affect you, don't make it affect you. Right. Like there's no point in that, but oh, that was, again, that was we could make a whole episode. Yeah, we could really get cause... we could really get going because I'm going to assume I'm going to assume that yeah. I could get Emma just. Ooh, I was a little red. I was a little worried. Where you? I don't know if you. Can, but the, you can't but really that tell. but that would. But I did that get would... a little red when you brought up the target thing, and I was like, oh god, where's he going with this? But, the, <laughs> but that would. <laughs> but that would caused me to show my hand and I'm not going to show my mm-hmm. hand. I mean, to our customers, we're not, we're just not going to do that. Yeah. It's fine. You, I'm no fine need. with whatever you want to do. Yeah. But you let do, me do you, me. you yep. do you. I'll do me. How is that again? You do you, you do and you I'll do. and I'll do me. Okay. Not yeah, the way that good. you said, it. I think it was like yeah, an episode four. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're going, we're talking about, go listen to episode four for just Darren stumbling over his words. Like always. But yeah, but okay. I think those are some pretty good tips, boss. Yeah, and I just a lot I, of I thought it was important to share. Work for everybody. I, I mean, just as yeah, it may not work for everything and whatever. And and by all means, I didn't think of all these. I learned no. these along the way. Some of these things are mine. A lot of these I learned from my love for reading management books twenty years ago when I was an up and comer in the logistics yeah. world. You know, yeah. if we were going to move ahead, I wanted to be. You know, there's a lot of Stephen Covey stuff there, and there's a lot of. Right. I've never just read a regular book. Uh, mm-hmm. I've just 
I'm always been a management book type guy. My my wife actually said to me last night, she goes, do you know you still subscribe to Audible? And we have been for like two years. And I'm like, really? I forgot all about Audible. And I go on, I got like 20 some credits for online books. And it kind of, and I think that's what kind of started this conversation. Yeah. Or the kind of my, my thinking of, you know, I need to get back because that's my, that's my motivator. When I get yeah. down in the dumps, and which isn't very often, I never have time to get down the dumps. But if I ever get down the dumps and you think you need to pick up in the business and think you need to really, you know, take it to the next level, go read a management mm-hmm. book. I mean, to me, that's yeah. my motivation. I I feel like by episode between 15 and 20, we're going to have a whole episode about one of Darren's new management books that I feel like he's going to go home and start after hearing that. No, no, I've been... I've been asked too many times to write cookbooks and things. That sounds like a lot of work. No, I'm not reading. A good I'm not we don't a good need writer. you to write it. I'm saying oh, you're going to read write one it? and come back. Well, no, I'm going to well, say you're going to come back after reading it and debrief. I, I think we could have wrote a book today with 15. Yeah, that's Most true. books only have 10. We weren't even sure if we were going to get a good solid episode out of this, and now it's one of our longest. <laughs> and now it's what? It's our longest one. It is? What are we? How long have we been talking? 52 minutes. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. So we should probably get out of here. Let our listeners go, go about their days. Go I'm also the off days. the clock now, technically. So It's 4 o'clock. When did you start leaving at 4? Every day that I started working at 8, and I don't take a lunch break. Looked like you were having lunch today. While I was sitting at my desk, working. Well, it's called multitasking. Our counters. Hey, I'll do me. You do you. Okay. I'm going to go do something right. productive. You better yeah. go home. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, next, guys. Till next time. And like, like, subscribe, follow, rate, do all the things. We're on YouTube, all of the listening platforms that you were, I guess you're listening to us already. So continue. And if you're interested uh-huh. in sponsoring, nah, we're not interested in sponsors. Yeah. No, we don't want sponsors. No. Anyway. Then we'd have to All then right. we'd have to listen to somebody and portray Opinions. their views, which I don't care about. So Right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay. See ya. See We're ya. out. We're out. <laughs>